Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music coming through. Good old, good old uh, fun te- technological issues. Before we long on, my AirPods weren't working. A peek behind the curtain. My AirPods weren't <laughs> working. You were having techno- technology issues, and we already have the people catching on to uh, the little inside joke that I put on the the thumbnail from from Twitter. Sir Sir Shibe, I think that's how you say it. It's, I got a full chub right now. Paul's rooting for a second round uh, pick of chub in the draft that we're going to do. Second here, round chub. It's 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 first overall, baby. That's what I've seen. Three screenshots of Chubb going first overall. It's it's Chubb season. I love I love that one. Like just a simple debate between um, you know what I would call friends. Eagles Eagles is a friend. Herzig was in there. He's a he's a friend. Just an innocent little debate about freaking Nick Chubb in February has taken on like a, a, a mind of its own. There's people tweeting out, yeah, like you said, screenshots of 101, first round Chubb, and it's taken on a phenomenon. And we haven't even had the 2021 Super Bowl yet. It was like my parents were fighting. I, did, I was going to jump in, and I'm like, no, I got to let mom and dad work this out. Like, <laughs> they're going to get through but, this. Chubb is, uh, he's honestly a, uh, the perfect guy to talk about like early round running back type strategy stuff. Because so like, in, in case you missed it, if you're, if you're, you're wondering why the hell we're talking about Nick Chubb and all of this Eagles, who is, you know, one of the best best ball players in the world, one of the biggest grinders that exists um, and shout out to Eagles. He's, he's awesome posted on Twitter yesterday, two days ago, I don't, I don't know what, whichever day this week that uh, he was like, you know, is anyone else just like, just like, you know, lock buttoning second round Nick Chubb, just drafting him every time. And I, I was like, I had heard a couple other people before just in, in passing talk about how they love Nick Chubb drafting Nick Chubb this year. And I was, it, it was, it just kind of struck me. And I'm like, I'm curious, why are these other smart people 
all of the sudden this year interested in Nick Chubb. This took on a, a hundred reply thread. Other people popped in and there was tons of Nick Chubb conversation. And what we really got back around to was um, just, I think, a differ a difference of opinion on early round running backs, not even really on Nick Chubb. And I think that's why he's so fascinating is like, I agree. He's awesome. Like he, the guy averages five and a half yards per carry every year. He's probably the best runner in the NFL. The Browns are a good run game. The volume, all the, like, I get all of that. And yet Nick Chubb never wins you anything in, in best ball. And it has nothing to do with Nick Chubb. So um, I do think he's kind of a, a fascinating, we're going to get into a little bit of strategy talk, but um, I'll kind of like pass it over to you for the Nick Chubb thing, because I think just from a strategic standpoint, we just remove the name Nick Chubb. He is kind of like the epitome of some of these talking points. So when I was getting him in the third, I was fine with that. So like, I'm okay with it. Like he's, he's the, he's the other guy, like our Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Take. Mm. He's fine. Like if I, if I yeah. can get him like late second, early third, depending on what I'm going for build wise, he's fine. But we saw last year, last year should have been the Nick Chubb year, right? Yeah. Because yep. Kareem Hunt goes down and we're like, oh, baby, you know, wheels off. <laughs> no more training wheels. He's going to get and it just doesn't happen. So they're not building the offense that way. They're they're still going to go with the two RB approach, even if they had, you know, prime Marshall Falk, it feels like it's just yep. who they are. So I personally also like Nick Chubb a lot. I, I like getting him late second, early third, depending on what type of build I'm going for. I'm just not going out of my way to get them. And it feels like that's kind of the epitome of the drafts right now. Who am I going out of my way to get at this point? And I'm trying to, and we talked about it, Elijah Moore, Devonta Smith, Goddard late was another one that we hit on. Yep. And that's, that's who we need to start figuring out. Are we going to be going out of our way for anybody? And other than first round guy, Eagles going full job. Yep. <laughs> hey, auto draft form, right? So, so, like for me, it's like, who am I going out of my way for right now? And I'll, I'll be honest, the drafts aren't as easy for me right now as they were last year. I I was in autopilot by July last year. I knew. Yep. All right, if these three guys are there, I'm taking one of these guys. If these two guys are there, I'm taking one of these guys. If you know, I knew round by round what I was going to do. I could have done in my sleep. Mm-hmm. I can't do that right now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in the first round and I'm like, okay, I'm going here. And then what am I doing? And I, and I'm just kind of, I don't, I'm not completely winging it. And I've honestly, I've had two drafts this week that I've misclicked guys. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, I hope none of the guys in the discord are watching right now. <laughs> and, uh, Cause like it made no sense. I, I was doing the zero RB team and I, and I accidentally took a running back and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to get made fun of so bad today. And, <laughs> and, but that, that's the way the drafts are right now. You just, mm-hmm. you, we're, we're feeling it out and we're drafting with all other sharp people, right? The, basically only the sharps are drafting in February, but the way I look at it is we're iron sharpening iron right now. Yeah. When when these when these drafts open up the you know best ball mania, puppy one probably more specifically puppy two. I'm guessing there's going to be two this year because of how banana land it went last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be ready. We're going to just be eating up these drafts and just crushing these people that 
that are just strolling in, it's it's going to be a massacre. So yeah. <laughs> that's that's why we draft right now to get ready for those other drafts and just be more on the ball than other people. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. And I, <laughs> I, so I like to draft. I think I've made this known. Like I'll get done working. Like, mm-hmm. like, so like after this and like, I take a break, whether it's, I, I already walked the dogs, but like whether I'm walking the dogs or I'm doing a workout or I'm cooking dinner or doing something like that. And I will fire up a draft. And that's what that's, I'll, it'll be like my, you know, something I'm doing while I'm doing something else. And for what, like you talk about not being able to go on autopilot. I've like, I've not only screwed up picks, like I've just not paid attention, like, and like, oh crap, 20 minutes just went by and I just auto, I just had three auto picks or whatever. Like I literally the last draft I did, I pulled it, I pulled it up here. I'm going to share it because we're going to, we might as well just embarrass ourselves while we're, while we're doing this. Look at this team. This is horrendous. This is absolutely horrific. Uh, Let me go to the board. At least you have no Benjamin in your queue. So. I picked. <laughs> still have still have guys in my queue. I don't even know where I pick. I pick from the nine spot here, and mm-hmm. I start with Tyreek. So uh, you can see that I am not. You know, when we said Tyreek is fine, I'm telling you Tyreek is fine. I'm not taking zero percent of him, Drico, and and you know <laughs> I, I'm I'm drafting a zero RB team, right? Diggs, Keenan, Mike Evans, Godwin, whatever. Goddard, my guy that we talked about. I take Dak. And then you can see where I left. <laughs> uh, Dak and Aaron Rodgers back to back. Then Miles Sanders, Pat Fryermuth. When I already took Dallas Goddard, I think I came back here, and I think I came back. And this is when I said, "Oh shit, I've, I've been you know auto picking a bunch of times." And then we went back on auto pick. I did put guys in the queue, but I had already accidentally drafted Miles Sanders, and then I. T- and then I took Kenny Gainwell as well. So it was just a, just a stone disaster, right, of a draft. But to your point, I'm not in the swing of things. Like, I, I actually probably over, you know, however many drafts last year, like, you know, 600-something or whatever, I probably didn't have that many, like, auto picks because I was just in the groove, right? Like, I don't know. I could just do it, like you yeah. said. I Not only did I know the guys that I was going to pick, I'm just, like, constantly in the groove. I have my phone right there or whatever, and I'm able, I'm able to do it. And right now, I am definitely not. And part of it, I want, I'm going to answer John's question here really, really quick. Uh, we're going to hop in in just a second. We're going to talk just a little bit of shop for a couple more minutes to cover a little bit of early strategy. And then we're going to hop into to a big board. So just a couple more minutes. Bear, bear with us. But part of why I don't feel comfortable, I'm curious if this is how it's uh it's coming for you yeah shane says you weren't you weren't even streaming and it was plus ev <laughs> for everybody else and that is that is very true i am just plus ev it doesn't have to be on camera for me right now but part of it is like the fact that there are all these rookies i like mm-hmm. some of them i don't like some of them that doesn't really matter and all these free agents and they're just like littered in everywhere and like, there's no real rhyme or reason to why a certain free agent goes here, a certain free agent goes there, right? A certain rookie goes here, blah, blah, blah. It's just madness everywhere. And you get to a certain spot in every single draft and you're like, I mean, I guess I like this rookie or I, you know, uh, I guess this is good value for Will Fuller, right? I guess. William, but do I know? William, yeah, William Fuller. Yeah, pardon me. William, William, Fuller, William Nine Finger Fuller. <laughs> uh, I, I, but like, how, how can anyone actually feel feel super comfortable and i also feel like this rookie class is kind of difficult so i was um, just gonna say this 
so I'm not, I'm spoiler alert, not a huge college guy. Never have been. I, I kind of see the guys as they come out. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the least I've known about a rookie class in my entire life. I, I just feel like you always at least know like guys that are coming. Like there's some big studs coming out like last year. It was the quarterbacks. It was the wide receivers. And you knew them before the Super Bowl. I feel like this – I'm going to get lit up in the comments probably, but is this like the most – under one of the most underwhelming rookie classes in a while? I think so. That's my that's my, my opinion. Yeah. I do I do watch quite a bit of college mostly because I play DFS and I bet on it and stuff. Yeah. And I, I've, I'm pretty into college football. I am by no means some prospect expert or anything like that. It's a lot of kind of my eyes from just watching a lot of college football over the years. And – a, this this might be the worst quarterback class. Uh, that that I don't even think is necessarily up for debate, which right. in turn makes it trickier, right? Especially this year, where how many teams could have new quarterbacks? Ten? Uh, I don't know. It, 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 there's yeah. going to be so much quarterback turnover, and we and like every like receiver. So like uh, a guy I really like, uh, Terry McLaurin. I think yep. Terry McLaurin's a great early round pick. I love him, and. But you, you theorize like, oh, well, he should get a quarterback upgrade. You're like, but you're saying that about like 10 or 12 teams. They can't all get quarter. They can't all get quarterback upgrades. They might if this was a really strong rookie quarterback class, but it isn't. And so it's like we're just going to play, you know, they can't all really get upgrade. Everybody can't get an upgrade. There's only so many quarterbacks to go around. And then running back is like running back is kind of always whatever, but there's no Travis Etienne in this class. Honestly, there's no Najee Harris. There, I don't think there's a Javante Williams. Brees Hall is just kind of like, whatever, yeah. you know, uh, I listened to ship chasing before this Pat Crane. I think it's a good example. He called him like David Montgomery. It's like an uninspiring workhorse. To, you know, you just hope mm-hmm. he gets a workhorse role, but he's not a game changer or whatever. Wide receiver to me is deep. Like there's a lot of guys you could probably talk yourself into as really exciting prospects, but I don't think the top end, like Traylon Burks and London and Jamison Williams are good. But they're not they're, Jamar Chase and Devonta Smith. They're not. I, I'm not sure they're Jalen Waddle. I'm not sure, you right. know, uh, the. I'm not sure that they're those guys. So that's the issue really is like, it's a bunch of meh, basically. You know, it's a bunch of pick your favorite guy. Yeah. And so like for me, that sounds like when we start doing these drafts, like after free agency and after the NFL draft, yeah, maybe I'll sprinkle some rookies in towards the end. And obviously, depending on where they get drafted, we'll be grabbing yeah. some guys. But wh- where's the upside? And that's what we got to figure out with these guys. Like, it, to me, it just based off this conversation, yeah, you said, like, we just got the comment that wide receiver is good. It's deep. But good isn't great. So yeah. is there anybody that's going to be great? Probably. But they're not, they're not standing out so far yeah. from what I'm seeing. And that's what we're looking for. If we're going to be drafting some of these guys as freaking high as we're, as they're going, like yep. I'd rather take the chance with some of the lower, like if it's deep, then I'd rather grab the guys at the end. Yep. Yeah. And, and so and, that's what people are saying in the comments, right? Like, so somebody mentioned they're not Justin Jefferson and Justin, first of all, Justin Jefferson was a first round, was a first round pick that mm-hmm. uh, absolutely lit it up in his final year at, uh, at LSU. I understand we did not, see this see this current version of justin jefferson coming no one did obviously he was behind uh oh god what's his name i forget now uh anyway not important but you know he wasn't even starting week one and like 
that 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 Justin Jefferson point is kind of the point of what mm-hmm. you're just saying. If if we if they're all like kind of unknowns, which is generally what we thought Justin Jefferson was, like pretty good, but is he a superstar? We don't know. And if they're all if like that's how we feel about a lot of guys, like no offense, I'm not taking Traylon Burks in the sixth round. Right. You know, like 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 David, somebody likes David Bell. If if you like David Bell, take David Bell. Do you like like I like Jameson Williams? Unfortunately, he tore towards ACL. So that's the issue with him, not necessarily the talent, right? Yeah. It was Ola BC Johnson. Thank you, Paul. Olabisi. Uh, uh, yeah. Who I don't think he's, in the, I don't think he's in the NFL anymore. And a year and a half ago, he was starting over Justin Jefferson and we weren't, and, and I was passing on Justin Jefferson because, because of it. But the point being when there's all this uncertainty, I don't want to take the expensive guy. Right. When, when, like, like I said, Kyle likes David Bell. Do you like, you know, there, I'm sure other people are, are going to mention, pick your favorite wide receiver, right? Why would I take the seventh round guy if we agree that it's it's good, the class is good because it's deep, the class is not necessarily good because there's freaking Jamar Chase in it. Right, right. You know? Which I was even, I was a little skittish on Jamar Chase. I mean, I not that I was not taking him. I, and it wasn't the drop thing for me. I'm like, he's a freaking wide receiver. I'm not, I'm not falling for the, oh, he can't catch a football because he's a... You know, like that was that was the dumbest report I've ever seen in my life. Like he's he's just not going to catch anything. Then why did he get drafted if he's not going to catch anything? So yeah. my my whole thing is just he was a rookie, and I and I, you know, for better or worse, occasionally I get a little nervous about the rookie thing. We were nervous about Burrow coming off the injury. We were nervous yeah. about the offensive line. So like there was red flags. I mean, we look back now, and it was obviously he was a great pick. Could it take, I mean, he was worthy of a first, second round pick last year in terms of the production, but there, there's a lot of unknowns with rookies and then you mix in some of these landing spots and it's tough. And so like for me, these guys sound great to take towards the end where you're taking your Amon Ross St. Browns last year, your yeah. um, Amari Rogers last year. You're like, all right, you know, that's two guys. One of them went freaking bananas and the other one did nothing but we were just taking those shots because we'd rather take them than a guy like i don't know name any third receiver off the saints that we knew wasn't (laughs) going to do anything so i'd rather take that for the upside and take occasionally take jarvis landry you know higher up and then than one of these receivers that are going up there but yeah i i think i'm mixing in a few more veterans than the average person is because if you think about it, like I remember something that always stuck with me during draft season was uh, I did a draft with Ben Gretsch mm-hmm. at Yards Per Gretsch on Twitter. Everybody knows Gretsch from stealing signals and ship chasing and everything like that. And he's like the biggest young guy and wide receiver stand that there is, right? Yeah. I learned a lot from Ben about wide receivers and young players and breakouts and all of that. He's like brilliant at, at that. And this is after we knew landing spots. And we were doing a draft and you get X amount of uh, rounds in or whatever. And he goes, like we were debating somebody, I don't remember, Rondale, Elijah, Diami, whatever, pick a later round rookie wide receiver. And we were like, so, you know, do we take this guy or do we take Jamison Crowder or whatever? And he goes, he goes, like, I prefer the young guys, but you can't draft all rookies. (laughs) Like, because most of them are going to miss. You're right. just like you, you, you mix through the rookies because you know you're trying to find Amon Ra, right? right? You're trying to find Justin Jefferson. 
obviously Jamar Chase was really expensive, but you're trying to find the breakout knowing you're going to miss on 80 or 90% of them. But that one time you hit, he wins you, you know, a million dollars. And so people, I think in these drafts are, are, are getting very, very, very excited for the rookies and foregoing kind of some of the general strategy that we would, that we're going to imply in three months. Once we know the landing spots, like you would never draft all rookies in May in best ball mania, but right now it, they just feel sexier and you have the free agent issues, right? Like, I don't know. Is Allen Robinson going to uh, be somewhere? Maybe I want to draft him. Maybe. But and he, the trade oh. issues too. And trades. Yeah. So, right? so like, it, is Michael John is Michael Johnson, Michael Thomas going to stay on the saints or is he found his way out the door? Is Calvin Ridley going somewhere? So like, yeah, exactly to your point. We, we can only draft with what we know right now and then what we hope for. So yeah. I'm drafting Calvin Ridley. Cause I'm like, I just imagine he's going to go to a better spot if he goes anywhere. And if he doesn't, then we know Matt Ryan can still get him the ball for now. So mm-hmm. he's, you know, his, his floor seems good. And I think we're getting him in like the fourth, fifth round right yep. now. Yep. So like, I love that spot because he can only go up in my opinion, unless he, you know, announces that he's not going to play any, you know, anymore, which yeah. we, we, we can't bank on that for now. He did it last year, but you know, we assume he's going to probably be in a better headspace, hopefully and playing. So yeah, it's dude, it's so tough right now with these rookies. I'm just looking at names and I'm like, all right, here we go. So, so should we, let's hop in. Let's do a draft. Let's hop in now. Now I'm excited to right, think about well, this. Let me share draft. my screen first. Share screen. Chrome tab. Underdog. Look at us. Look at us getting there. <laughs> yeah, I want to enter it. Of course I want to enter it. Look at that. The buy him for a bump. One person. See, there's there's enough people sitting and just hovering and waiting. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guarantee you, Paul here. I was I was inverted. If he's not in here, I would be stuck. Oh, he might not be in here. Oh, so in this every streamer's draft. So I actually kind of like that we got the four because I find the 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 three to five a pretty interesting spot to start. Right I now. agree. I agree. Um, I would say I, I would say the top three is pretty clear. Are you, Co- you are you Cooper Cup three? Yeah, just because. So we talked about this on one stream and mm-hmm. my take is basically that he's going to regress. He's not yeah. going to do what he did. But what he did last year was like legendary. Yeah. And what he, it, it's kind of like what my Devante, even Tyreek digs whatever take of last year in the first round was just that these guys are so good they're not gonna fail you cooper cup you're not gonna be mad assuming health and assuming stafford's health yeah, i yeah. guess you're not gonna be mad that cooper cup is on your team even if he regresses a little bit he's like foolproof and so i'm just once once we get into that land of uncertainty like we're probably about to talk about with the mm-hmm. four five six I, I just want the this the, the, the guy and we know he has upside yeah, of course. I, I just I'm with you on the regression thing, so it like makes me a little nervous to draft him third overall. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously the talent's there; he's amazing. But I'm like, oh, do I kind of like Chase better than I like Cooper Cup? So that's um, what we're gonna get. We're about to be on the clock, and 
Chase is my 104. Yeah. So I'm I'm down for the Chase play if that's what we want to do. But before I take the pick, I just want to say, like, I, I know you're not a Henry guy. I'm fine mm-hmm. with Henry. The guy that I'm out on in this range is Eckler. It's just, dude, he makes me nervous. Like, And I don't mind him, like, tail end of first round stuff. But I... I just don't know if I want him at like the the 105, the 106, like he's going. It makes me a little nervous. So at the moment, I'm probably going to be underweight on Eckler. But I'm I've been getting a be. ton of Justin Jackson. I like that. He's a free agent, I think, too. But my guess would be that well, they bring he goes. that they bring. Yeah, I, 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 he clearly proved to be an NFL running back last year, which I've been waiting for for like five years. I draft Justin Jackson every year, and he gets hurt. But the Eckler thing, I agree. It, it's I'm going to, I'll probably be more underweight Eckler than I am Henry, which is like, you know, last year that was very clearly flipped and I'm not really a, a Henry guy. The, the, the issue with Henry for me is I really like all three of those wide receivers, Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. And he pretty much goes before them in every single draft. So I have my pick of one of those guys or Henry basically in every draft. And I just want, the wide the wide receiver and Eckler like the same thing it was exciting he got a closer to a workhorse role the touchdowns were there and all of that expecting that to happen again for me is pretty crazy I, I don't think that they want he got hurt again I know not for a long time but he got hurt I don't think that they want to do I don't think many NFL teams want to do the total the Najee thing Right. right. I just don't think that exists really anymore. Certainly not with a guy who's getting a little older. He's constantly banged up. The, the Chargers are very smart. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the most forward thinking organization. I just can't imagine that they want to give Eckler 80 or 85 percent of the work. They might bring somebody in. Maybe they let Jackson go. You know, Josh Kelly sucks. I think he's a free agent, too. Um, and and Roundtree might suck. Maybe they bring somebody in to split the work. Are you are you actively going to be looking to fade? first rounders this year yeah i think so i'm more willing to take stands early than i think maybe other other people are but it's because it's because there's so many elite wide receivers available there yeah like you can always get an elite wide receiver right and you can spread your exposure out amongst those elite wide receivers or if you like kelsey or whatever andrew you know andrews pick your elite pass catcher i can just spread my exposure out amongst those guys and the couple running backs i want to have and make my bets against yeah against eckler and against whatever if you don't like naji or whoever oh, God, Chubb. They're, they're gonna put Chubb. they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> <laughs> all right what are we thinking on this build are we looking uh, to go zero rb are we looking yeah, at cd I, I prefer CD, yeah. Yeah, I had a feeling we were going CD. <laughs> Which this, good... I've had this start a few times now mm-hmm. where I've gone chase CD. But I tried to do a bangle stack the other day. Um, and I had to take T early. I think I went these two T third, and I tried mm-hmm. to hold off on Burrow to the six because like yep. and he got he got snapped up, and I'm just like I know this quarterback thing is going to shake out once everyone gets their landing spots and they're going to, you know, push back in the draft. But quarterback's brutal right now. It is just so brutal. Well, it's because we talked about it and you mentioned it. Like Mm -hmm. there's so much uncertainty on all so many guys that, right. There's going to be a rookie that gets bumped. Probably like if Brees Hall lands in the perfect spot, he's going to be like a second round pick or a third round pick. 
you know, it, same thing with uh, Isaiah Spiller or whatever, right? And then there's going to be free agents, you know, w- that are going to get moved up because we don't have certainty around where they're at right now. And so guys that are going to be going higher are going to get moved up once we get this fleshed out. But until then, like, the, you just feel more comfortable picking a quarterback and then playing roulette later with the other guys. Right. Um, one moment, I'm going to bring up my little quarterback take. But while we wait on Flea, all right, what are we thinking here? I have an idea where we're going with this. Okay. So I want to I, I want to say I'm still very in on Antonio Gibson at this oh, new cost. Okay. At this new cost. But I, I obviously am in on Kyle Pitts. I would, prefer I, to take, I would prefer to take Kyle Pitts. Uh, to Antonio Gibson, but I did just want to get the, like the Gibson falling thing is kind of a little bit crazy, crazy mm-hmm. to me. Um, and we can talk about that in a second, but Kyle Pitts is just like, I mean, what more can you ask for? Like second year breakout tight end. And he, he's been going sometimes earlier than this, which is kind of batshit crazy too. So my, my quarterback take is I've been looking at these quarterbacks and I'm trying to find a dividing line on when I want to take two or three quarterback builds right now. So if I take one of these higher quarterbacks like Dak, Trey, Rogers, Hurts, I think Hurts might be my dividing line. Where like if I take Hurts, I'm okay with him being one of two. Mm-hmm. But if I get down to Stafford, you know, Cousins for sure is a dividing line. Like yeah. if you want to really push it back. If I mean Watson, we don't know, but like if we're going Cousins as our first quarterback, it's obvious three, obviously a three quarterback build. And but if we have Fields or Russell Wilson, then you know, maybe that's a two, but it especially with the 20 spots now. How do you feel about this? I know I'm throwing 30 questions at you. Mm-hmm. Are you are you happy with underdog going to 20? Or did you want yeah. them to stay at 18? Yeah, I think um uh, I think the casual fan prefers. 20 because it makes them feel more comfortable that's but what they but what they actually should prefer is less picks and more variance right the the fewer the picks it's it's like playing dfs awesome or poker yeah same thing i'm not the world's best poker player i'm not the world's best dfs player i'm gonna lose to better players i can beat them in any small sample right Mm -hmm. but the more head-to-heads we play yeah. You know, the more games we play over a larger sample, their skill edge is going to beat me. It's the same thing. Yeah. The more picks I give up over the more drafts to better players, I'm going to lose more frequently. Right. And so I, mm-hmm. if I'm worse, I, the casual player, but it always goes the opposite. The casual players want, you know, they, they think they want less, less variance, but it, it's, yes. it's better for us because we're going to do better with those extra picks in terms of how to construct teams. I will just say on the quarterback thing, I, I, I agree I'm going to end up being more open to more risky two quarterback builds when we get, when we get, uh, you know, all the landing spots and stuff. But right now fields is like my after fields um, is my kind of divider. All right. Well, we're coming up again. We currently have the two wide receivers. I hate this spot so much. It's, it's a gross one. (laughs) It's a pretty gross spot. I, I find the Zeke falling thing. Interesting to the fourth like i don't think he's a first rounder anymore fourth feels late for him with his workload and you know all the normal talking points for him but i still don't love it yeah um i'm out on locket i i mean so my i i would be elijah Moore or amari here though even even over zeke i think 
there's going to be a tier. Basically, Elijah Moore is like my tier, kind of a a, a tier break at wide receiver. Which so, one? Which one are you smashing first, though? Are you smashing Amari, or because we already have CD? So are we going for? That's a good question. Let's take Amari. Let's let, let's try to set up a Cowboys deck. So I prefer Elijah to mm-hmm. Amari, but um, I had kind of forgotten about that, and I think it makes more sense to just see if we can get the Cowboys stack. If we don't, we got a secondary Cowboys stack, and that's fine. Right. I like this from Paul. I'm I'm more with this. I want to, I want to like push him past the elite quarterbacks. I want to push him past like, you know, I guess the elite tight ends. And like I said, there's kind of this tier break at wide receiver. I kind of want to push Zeke past there just because I think there's enough concern that Pollard, like he was not even a workhorse last year, right? Pollard played. It's just, and and maybe they, they saw Pollard. (laughs) Maybe Pollard gets more work next year. So I have a little bit maybe more concern than the market does, but there does come a tipping point, right? Like mm. mid-fifth Zeke, like, okay, now I'm I'm definitely buying. Yeah, it was me getting Josh Jacobs in a ship-chasing draft in the eighth round last year. It's just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, all right, guys, I'll take them if that's what we're doing. Well, they left them on the board for us here. So do you like including the running back? Like if we want – now we're going to be committed to the Cowboys – I don't know how much I love having Zeke C D Amari with Yeah, Dak, I but... don't I don't love it personally. So but I don't love a lot here. I the, the problem is the rest of the board is horrible. Yeah. Do we do we just do it? Let's just take him. God damn it. <sighs> All right. Well. Gotta get our Dallas Cowboys jerseys ready and yes. fly down to Dallas. And I actually went to that stadium, not for football, but um that stadium is incredible. Um, so it looks incredible. I want to go to a game. Yeah. But do you yeah. remember You remember the playoff game this year? Yeah. Played during the daytime. Yeah. And every possible thing that could have gone wrong architecturally with that yeah. stadium yeah. went yeah. wrong in the playoff game with the sun. You know, the sun is beaming through to like a third of the field. And it, it what it, they, they muffed the punt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and they and they, they were dropping they passes it. too. Yeah, because the sun was in their eyes. Yeah, right. Their own stadium screwed their team, and I know it. it they, they just re-kick, but the you know they had a punt hit the hit the scoreboard. It was like the worst marketing ever for what should be you know an amazing. And they were and they were like still in talks to possibly host the Super Bowl because <laughs> of the LA thing. At that point, it's like, well, this doesn't help. Um. This is pretty funny. So this was in reply. Kyle said the fifties and I couldn't possibly agree more. Kyle, Rob, I think we talked about this. Yeah. Uh, we before did. that we did. like the around, yeah, around. I 50, used to love 60. this round. Yeah. It I is, loved it last year. It's so bad. Now. But, but, yeah. but to, to the point of like, we were talking about like doing drafts in our sleep last year. That might be bad because we, we just get, it's almost like getting take locked and you're just like, all right, well, I know I'm taking, this guy in the six, I'm taking this guy in the seven. So like, at least this keeps you on your toes a little bit and you have to really look at where you want to go. But yeah, these names look way more gross than they did last year. Like Hunter Renfro in the sixth round. <laughs> and Yeah. I don't hate any of these guys. This is that we're talking about the chiefs thing again. Like, we're, we're this is not the same it's not apples to apples but my feeling about it is apples to apples like mm-hmm. I, it's like fine like 
Traylon Burks, like I said, I mean, other than the rookie thing we talked about earlier, whatever, right? Gabe Davis, Brandon Ayuk, you know, TJ Hawkinson, Brees, like it's fine. But yeah. th- no one fires me up here. You know, right. last year this was this was like Debo territory. <laughs> this is Javante Williams territory. This was like right. I, right. I wanted those guys on my teams. These guys are just like, well, I have to fucking take somebody. <laughs> so so uh, whatever. Uh-huh. Oh. Did someone just say Trey Lance just went? Did Lance just in the Oh my god, yes. Oh <laughs> six round Trey Lance. Not for me. Yet. I am ter- I'm terrified how little Trey Lance I'm going to get. I'm going to have – if he's going six round, I'm probably having none. <laughs> That's so crazy. I will take some just because, I mean, I won't be able to live – kind of like Liam with the Josh Allen thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, On the clock here, are we Gabe, looking at – Gabe Ayuk got – well, we have tight end, so probably wide receiver here. Um, Gabe Ooh. Ayuk, Judy. Kind of like Judy, man. Like I'm in like, on Judy. I, I just think that it's all everything we talked about with Judy the other day makes a ton of sense to be, especially as our fourth wideout. Like, unless you want Ayuk, no, it's too late. No, Judy. Yeah. I prefer. I think I prefer Judy to Ayuk straight up. But the appeal of Ayuk. I mean, I like Ayuk. I like at Ayuk this, too. At this price, um, but the appeal of Ayuk has gotten a little bit worse when we used to get Trey Lance and like like literally when this contest opened, it was like ninth or tenth round Trey Lance and I was like all in like I, like I'm gonna smack like he's going after where Jalen Hurts went last last year like yes give me Trey Lance and now Paul has ruined it for all of us pushing Trey Lance up to the early early sixth round. Um, and so when I don't have that stack possibility for me, it does, you know, it's not a big deal, but it dings, dings you a little bit. And I mean, Judy's, Judy's a better wide receiver than Ayuk is. I, I agree. I mean, I, and I think even if it's Bridgewater again, it, it wasn't pretty, but I still think it's viable as a, as a fourth wide receiver for this particular team we're building right now. So we're up in one pick, but John does say you should have gone Dak first. And one thing I will slightly disagree is I understand that that take, but we have every cowboy that uh, <laughs> that, that has gone <laughs> off the board that has gone off the board so far. And um, if we didn't get Dak, we didn't get Dak. It's not the end of the world. Um, but this allows us to get, you know, in my opinion, Judy is a lot better than Thielen. Garrett Wilson, Kadarius Tony. So yeah, a, I mean, who? I mean, who would we be looking at grabbing here if we weren't grabbing Dak? Uh, to me, it's only. I mean, I'll look at the wide receivers, but to me, it's only Damian Harris, or we'd be reaching for tra- for Chase Claypool right now. Harris, I'm I'm somewhat in on Tony. Um, yeah, we know you love the Giants. We've yes. established. Yes, we established the fandom. Yes, but Claypool, but uh, I have a lot of Claypool. Claypool is one of my highest on wide receivers yeah, so I do far. Too. Um, I'm just looking at my exposure really quickly. Yeah, he's like sixth or seventh um, mm-hmm. highest on wide receiver. So I'm very in on Claypool. Like, I have a lot more Claypool actually than I have Tony, but pe- people don't like Claypool. He falls. It's crazy how much he's fallen. Uh, and there, he can only have a better offense this year. Like it just to it me can't get worse. It, it cannot get worse. <laughs> it can't get worse. And there, dude, imagine if they do start Mason Rudolph, though. 
Could you even imagine? They can't. I don't think they're. I don't think legally they're allowed to start Mason Rudolph. <laughs> it's in. Uh, it's in Tomlin's yeah. contract after after uh, Miles Garrett beat him upside the head with the with the helmet. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they amended Tomlin's contract. But you cannot put this guy in the game ever again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, they they and so it's going to be better than whatever Ben was giving them. For Claypool, am I at least for upside? At least, at least upside wise. Upside wise, he yeah. may not get there. It may still suck, but there, there's, there's much more uh, potential at least. Yeah, like we talked about it. That offense should fire like this year. All things considered, they have the layout. They have the blueprint. They just, they just need the architect to put it together at the quarterback position. So, yep. I was I, inverted. I, took Sutton. So. I like Sutton too. I mean, the Broncos, we talked about the Broncos, uh, obviously a couple of weeks ago on the AFC or, uh, you know, on the, on this, was the AFC this week? This week. Did we do yeah. the AFC week. Yeah. This yeah. week on the AFC show. And, uh, they're just all so appealing to me. Mm-hmm. There's, they just, all of them ooze upside, even, I guess not Tim Patrick, but like even KJ Hamler super late, you know, I like Noah Fant. Yeah. We took, we took Judy Sutton, Javante in the second round. They all look awesome because they can all pay off. Mm-hmm. Like no matter, like it really doesn't matter who is the quarterback. I mean, they're not all going to pay off, but they can all pay off. And I mean, then I mean, if it's Rogers, like they might all pay off if if Rogers is the quarterback. Right. So where where would you be looking at normally here? You just firing wide receiver, I'm assuming. Yeah, I hate this running back range. This, this but... running back range is gross what's wide receiver we got juju i don't mind juju yeah i'm just banking boyd. where it goes boyd we, we, we would have the secondary bangle stack I, I think we need to take boyd to have the secondary bangles yeah yeah and christian kirk's an interesting <clears throat> name this year depending on what happens with him i do we could have taken gallup and just <laughs> <laughs> If he re-sign, yeah, he, I, I do think he might come back on a one-year, like, prove it I think deal. So too. And, uh, but also this might be, a, I don't know, we'll see. But um, I think it's at least possible. And that, that would be, that would be a little bit of too, too much overstacking. Uh, um, yeah, of, I was just of, joking. Of, of we weren't, I wouldn't be grabbing Gallup. People will take you serious. You cannot, you cannot <laughs> be sarcastic. Uh, that goes on well streams. for me. Yeah, I have learned many, many, many times, uh, particularly on Twitter, you're not allowed to be sarcastic. Otherwise, uh, everyone is going to take you very, very seriously. People were big mad at us today. Big oh, the mad. Chiefs thing. The yeah. Chiefs thing. People were not happy with us. Why are you fading the Chiefs? The, the video says, like, they're fine. We're going to draft them in 20% of drafts. Uh, it's, it's fine. What do you mean? You're fading the Chiefs? <laughs> All right, so we're on the clock. Kind of looking at look at this board, like the this the, is hilarious. This, so this is a good reason, though, to not. There's going to be wider or running back values constantly moving forward. So I think it's still probably wide receiver. Rondale, I think Rondale and Corey Davis are my two favorite guys here. Fuller, you know, Fuller is Fuller. I'm down to take Rondale because I'm in on that. Arizona offense and you know he's coming on to his second year I I mean there's a lot of question marks with that team at the moment but Rondell's obviously going to be there and he has a chance to expand that role hopefully 
beyond what whatever that role actually was last year. You know, you know, we had Debo creating the wide back. Rondell was the gadget back, and hopefully he's you know and actually a wide receiver this year. <laughs> gadget back might be friendly. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe uh, we weren't supposed to use sarcasm. That might be that might be an exaggeration of what Rondell's role was. But I, I think you know you brought up Christian Kirk earlier. I think to be serious, um, I think it was fairly evident that they thought Christian Kirk was just better than Rondale in the slot at mm-hmm. that moment. And Christian Kirk's also not very good on the outside. So they thought Cliff thought the best configuration of their offense was to keep Kirk in the slot. And they had Zach Ertz to also work the middle of the field. And then you just, if Hopkins is out, you just play Wesley out there. And I, I'm, I don't even know that he was wrong with that necessarily, but I don't think they're going to have a choice this year but to put Rondale out there pretty much every snap in the slot. And they're a team that could get somebody too. Like these guys we're talking about, they could find a way to to bring somebody else in. Because AJ Green's gone too. Well, yeah, so. he he, you know, the Avengers snap, he turned to dust. That's that's who <laughs> AJ Green is. Dunzo. Like he's not coming back. I mean, he'll shout out, shout out, shout out Josh Norris um for the uh, no one mentioned AJ Green this past summer more than uh, good friend Josh Josh Norris. It was like the amount of times that I mentioned Darrington Evans was the amount of times that uh, Josh <laughs> mentioned AJ Green. He was getting steamed towards one point. He did. Mm-hmm. He was getting steamed, and I was like, eh. I was taking him when he was later, and then when he started creeping up, I was like, I don't know, man. It's still AJ Green. He's still made out of balsa wood. <laughs> what do you think about those guys those types of guys for we can talk about it after we pick but you know i agree from like a general sense of where he'll end up the year that aj green was going too late later on in those drafts mm-hmm. but like as we saw those guys just like can't provide you the ceiling to pay you off so i'm wondering if we even need to take those guys um yeah, i agree all right, so we have a one one six one build currently. What's wide receiver look like just to see really quick? I mean, Oof. it's it's roughly gross, but I'm gonna be honest. I like Chark. Okay, uh, I, I'm a Chark guy because I think I think he's gone from Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and he's just one of those guys. If he lands the right place. I'm wheels up on DJ Chark. I think he has the ability to climb way back up here. Personally, I know so a lot of people don't like him, but I, I think he's a he's a good enough player. I think he's proven to be a definitely a capable player, particularly as a kind of a big a big play guy. So you would prefer he leaves and goes somewhere else to you know basically a more competent offense is what you're saying. Yeah, I would love to see him as the number two to a big name number one. So, I don't know. Like, I guess I mean he could go play in Arizona. I was just going to say, like, let's put him in Arizona, (laughs) opposite Hopkins with with Rondell in the slot. Yeah, Rondell in the slot. They're probably, I mean, like that. That's the perfect kind of spot. And he's and he becomes a spike week guy because you're grabbing him like fifth, sixth, seventh for your wide receiver as your fifth, sixth or seventh wide receiver. So you're not looking for that guy to 
provide you a weekly score and oh my god we're on the clock and i wasn't even paying attention i like that go to go to running back i i i i kind of like cpat is that crazy yes but but who else is there to like at this cost yeah but who else is there to like hopefully he gets the same type of role next year but at this cost he doesn't have to so like he just needs to have a, a, a role. Like, he needs someone, whether it's Atlanta or someone else, to be like, okay, this dude proved he can play. What the yeah. hell does that mean as a role? I really I really don't know. But I, I feel confident that he can play. And I and you're betting on the NFL has understood now, you know, has, has come to understand now that he's a real NFL football player. And so just at this price, it's like you're taking a bunch of shitty running backs yeah, or you're taking a guy that at least has proven, he, and, and he also might be back in Atlanta, you right. know. And and Mike Davis, you know, he'll just take over a lot. Mike more Davis, Mike Davis is not playing next year. He can't. I'm I won't sure allow it. I'm pretty sure he's still under contract. No, I just wanna... I, I've already voided it because <laughs> we can't do it. Arthur Blank, call me. Well, let's have a discussion about this. I can't but see that. they bring it. They bring him back, and there's another secondary stack. We have Pitts. Yep. In Pitts and Seabat. And and when Chark goes to Arizona, yeah, we have Rondale and Chark. Right. And when and when let me gander real quick. And when <laughs> I'm trying to think of some quarterbacks right now. And when Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky goes to Arizona. We can we grab go. Mitchell Kyler. Trubisky in the nineteenth, and Kyler goes and you know plays for the A's. Pretend to play for the. He's on the on the picket line with the <laughs> MLB players. We get Mitch Trubisky, and we're we're golden, and we just won all the money. I don't even know why the draft's still happening right now. I agree. It is kind of funny that the Kyler uh, is going to go play baseball. Rumors started while baseball is in a lockout. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, when you want to go play. <laughs> this is the perfect time to go play, right? You can't yeah. even like they're legally not allowed to like talk to teams or anything like that. And this is the time that he's going to leave and the NFL to go play baseball. Yeah, yeah. This has to be. Is he up for his extension yet on his rookie deal? I don't, I don't even, even know how old. It feels like Kyler's been around forever, but I think this is, that was his third year. Yeah, right? so they they can start talking that that extension. I think now, uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, are we, we these quarterbacks are getting out of control, man? They're starting to turn into wide receivers with the with the divaness, and uh, I'm for it sometimes. But the rust stuff last year was ridiculous. <laughs> You're talking about somebody. <laughs> personality change into a diva oh my god russ went from Try, he boy. tried has, yeah. has anyone ever seen like the biggest fail ever was that mr unlimited nonsense like <laughs> yes like if i ever like submit a video to you like that you are allowed to fire me <laughs> immediately i'll put po- i'll post it first though because <laughs> it, it will need to be out there for the internet to see that you did it just this like is, this is why rob got fired yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I do like Kyron Williams. Okay. As a as a as a rookie. Um. So you can cue him. We don't have to take him, but you can 
put him in the queue as someone. So I you would prefer him person. over Madison. I, that, that was the, that was the other guy. I don't actually really have a, a, a preference. Mm-hmm. Um, I've taken a ton of, of Madison's or a ton of Kyron. So I'd be totally cool with, with Madison. Um, they're pretty much like very similar bets to me. All right. Well, I took Madison just because I think we learned last year about how, how much these workhorse backups are are just the guys you want to get, especially especially twelfth round on. Uh, we saw it with with the Seattle, just like every year, the Seattle backfield. We see we see with Madison when he comes in. So, I, I like I like those guys, especially on underdog. I'm I'm going to be leaning away from the JD McKissicks of the world a little a little more, and he had his blow up game still, but. I'm I'm going to be looking at guys that can just come in and dominate the backfield when inevitably the the lead back goes down. Yeah, those are the guys that win you the tournaments, right? The right. Rash- find Rashad Penny. Yeah, and uh, he wins you the tournament. I, I I I'm 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 in on. Well, we can take this pick first, but then I'll talk about Kyron Kyron mm-hmm. Williams. So the opposite of that type of back is probably Gus Edwards, right? So. He's not going to come in and take all of the work, but uh, this is pretty bad. Do we want to sure up our tight end, or do you want to wait since we got Pitts? Let's wait. Um, Pickens is my favorite wide receiver here. He's at the bottom. If he's a rookie from Georgia, he's a bad. He's a bad, bad man. Oh, but, I thought uh, you were just about to say he's bad. And I'm just like, oh, great. No, I'm glad we took a, him from the 13th. <laughs> no, he's a, so <clears throat> he's a type of wide receiver. Mm-hmm. We should make this an archetype. The type of wide receiver that on run plays bullies the shit out of the corner and mm-hmm. like run blocks and knocks their ass to the ground and like makes it known that like I'm a badass and you're a little, you know, bitch defensive back. He's mm-hmm. that kind of guy. You know, he's not. McCole Hardman. <laughs> he's he's a grown ass man. Um and tore his ACL, you know, barely played this year because he tore his ACL the year before. But um I think he's the kind of guy that comes from like the SEC program that didn't get a lot of volume because they're a running that you know, George he came from Georgia, they're a running offense, and then he got hurt. And it was just kind of a shit show of a career, but the talent has always been there. And then comes to the NFL and everybody's like, what the hell? Why didn't he do this in college? And so just kind of like a bet on talent type of situation. So I'm, I'm pretty into to Pickens. And, and I like, um, can you scroll down just to show the people on our team? Our, our, not in the queue, sorry, our team. Um, oh, yeah. I wasn't even paying attention. And like mixing in one or two of those guys. Right. Like we have all these veterans and like we're we have young veterans mostly, but mm-hmm. then you just take your one or two shots on that rookie or whatever later, kind of like we were talking about at the top of the stream. Yeah, I think our wide receiver core is pretty solid. We have pretty good. I'll just run through the team for the audio listeners real quick. At quarterback, we have Dak running back right now. We have Zeke, Cordero Patterson, Alexander Madison. Wide receiver is Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Jerry Judy. Tyler Boyd, Rondell Moore, DJ Chark, George Pickens, and a tight end, we have Kyle Pitts. So, you know, this is kind of one of the standard builds that guys like us and I think a lot of the people in the draft, I mean, in the, in the stream that are watching do where 
your weakest spot is that second RB, which is generally what we're looking to be doing, at least for me. Yep. And you take, and that's when you, exactly what you outlined, that's when you take Madison. That's when you take, right, whoever this year's Rashad Penny is. That's when you, that's when you take all those guys. Right. Because you just need, it's freaking February. Yeah. Right. If, if the Cam Akers, uh, JK Dobbins, whatever offseason injury happens to whichever backup that you took, you know, you have a third round running back that you just took in the 15th round. How bananas is it that we are drafting volume best ball in February? I know we keep talking about it, but did you, did you even expect this like two months ago? No, I keep getting surprised every time they like launch a new contest and like there's so much interest every time we launch, no matter what time of year, no matter what sport, mm-hmm. no matter there's so much interest in all of it. Like the playoff contests were crazy. How many right. of those do they have? Like right. it's just, it's out of control. So um, there's basically no one more bullish on this entire space than me. And I keep getting like surprised every single time one of these things come out at the level of interest. All right, so we're up next. Are we looking to take another running back here? I, I think so. Because I'd be looking at Gainwell or Ronald Jones. Personally. I also would throw I also throw Khalil Herbert in. I like the, Khalil Herbert a lot ton. A ton I'm, as well. I'm, I'm really high on Khalil Herbert. So he, he might actually be my favorite, but all three of those guys are totally fine to me. So you, your preference is cool. We'll take Herbert and we'll see what happens between this pick and the next one. I, I really like Herbert as well. And he's actually a guy I was going to bring up probably Tuesday, next Tuesday on our stream Tuesday to you about specific builds. I wanted to talk about builds on Tuesday mm-hmm. and some outside the box builds. And he fits into um, something I'm thinking of. So a little bit of a teaser for that. And the other thing I want to talk about on Tuesday is I really want to talk about, I sent you an idea a couple of weeks ago about what we like and what we don't like for Mm. underdog and DraftKings Mm -hmm. and the way they're running their best ball contest. And I feel like it's something we should get into in February before they really lock down their stuff. I'm not saying they're watching me and I'm influencing (laughs) them or anything like that, but I think just as a community, it's a good thing for us to discuss and, you know, not just to give negative feedback, but to give the feedback about stuff we like, because, there is stuff I like about both sites and yep. there's stuff that I don't like about both. So uh, on the comeback here, we lost the other guys we were talking about yeah. in the running back spot. I do like Mostert. Mostert Ch- I like. Chuba, Chuba makes, a, you know, he didn't end up getting that workhorse, total workhorse when CMC got hurt last year, but he did have a fair bit of value. So mm-hmm. he would fit the archetype kind of. Um, and I guess, you know, McKinnon, if they were to bring him back. So one of those guys I think is fine, but again, I don't have a huge preference. I like bet- I like betting on where Mostert's going to go. Uh, if we knew where they were and Mostert wasn't in a good situation, obviously we'd go Chuba. But I like betting that Mostert's going to go somewhere and hopefully get the majority of the work over somebody else. I don't think he's ever going to be the, the back that he was in San Francisco again, workload-wise, but I think he can go somewhere and get a decent amount of carries well to to that point i think there's only really two 
likely outcomes for most of them. I mean, I guess maybe he, he could be dust and nobody wants him, but I, I find that to be pretty unlikely. Mm-hmm. He goes somewhere like the Dolphins. Yeah. Right. He has the connection, which there's like a million Shanahan connections across the league. So like, you know, he, he could go to the Jets and split with Michael Carter. He could, you know, the, the Shanahan disciples are everywhere now. But obviously the most recent one is in Miami. They have a need for a running back. He could go to Miami, which would be good um, because he would clearly have some nice volume upside. He could also just come back to the 49ers. Who yeah. treats who, who treats him better? Aren't you worried about Trey Sermon? <laughs> yeah, definitely not worried about <laughs> about Trey Sermon. There's anything I learned? I didn't I didn't learn a lot other than uh, don't go all in on Trey Lance and Darrington Evans in 2021. But uh, we, we I, should I, have brought up Trey Sermon when me and you were messaging earlier. We've oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Trace, uh, the the that would have fit so well into that bit. Uh, of, you know, Mostert is the guy that starts out strong, and Sermon is the guy that comes on in the playoffs, and he's the one who wins it for you, right? That was like, yeah. the, I'm sure I fucking said it over <laughs> over the summer, too. Like, oh, God, the Sermon takes were so bad, including by me. Thanks a lot, Bime, for. <laughs> yeah, when were we drafting him? Seventh, eighth round last year or something yeah, around there? Yes. Like, yes, yeah, he's, he def- he's definitely like- coming in. but that's what i mean like we knew who we wanted in certain rounds and he was one of those guys where we were like oh seventh round eighth round trey sherman you know i'm taking him like don't even have to look at the screen yep yeah i could probably recite everybody's adp if you ask me name a player name his 2021 adp on underdog um i could i could tell it to you and now every time our pick comes up i'm I'm looking at i'm looking at the screen i'm like can you tell me who's available because i got no fun (laughs) Yeah. So, I, and that makes, and it like, it worries me because I'm like, oh my God, I knew all this stuff and I feel like I don't know anything anymore. Then I have to like, I'm like, it, this, we haven't even played the Super Bowl yet. Like, you shouldn't, <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't have to know the ADPs <laughs> off the top of your head yet. Right. So, uh, I think we take Matt Ryan and just get that uh, on the stack. Okay. No? Can I sell you? Can I sell you on the guy at the very top of the list here? McBride. Trey McBride. Mm-hmm. Rookie tight end. Won the motherfucking Mackey Award this year. Uh, was absolutely, completely, and utterly dominant. I'm going to screw up. I don't have these memorized. Sorry, we haven't even had the Super Bowl yet. But let me look up a tweet here really quickly, so I'm stalling for time. But he won the Mackey Award, mm-hmm. and here we go. 90 catches for 1,100 yards at Colorado State this year. That was 39%, so basically 40% of the team's catches. Total passing volume, 40% of the passing of the receptions, 37% of the passing yards. He had 2.6 yards per route run and a 96.1 receiving grade from PFF. Spoiler alert, his teammate on our team, Kyle Pitts, the greatest tight end prospect of all time, basically, was 0.1 better than him. He's one of the he's actually one of the best like tight end prospects ever. Now he comes from Colorado State and he is not the athlete that Kyle Pitts is. But yeah. I think he's gonna step I, I think he's a better Pat Fryermuth is okay. basically what I would call that. And so like you saw Fryermuth, you know, he didn't start out hot because that's what rookie tight ends do, but he grew into like a really, really nice role for a late round tight end. And that's kind of what I think Trey McBride is with maybe even a little more upside. Well, you sold me on him 20 minutes too late, but we took him. So 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I, fine with that. I pretty much forced you into it. I think we, you got bullied, just like you got bullied doing to, to, to join this uh, show. <laughs> hey, it happens. I've, I've all I've been doing today is doing work, so I was more than fine with it. But work that I enjoy doing, so that's the good thing. Uh, Ryan should come back to us here, though. Yeah, unless Flea absolutely hates us. Two quarterbacks already. That doesn't matter. Have you seen yeah, these drafts? You're right. That's a good point. <laughs> we got them. Oh, yeah. So I'm 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 fine with Matt Ryan, and then yep. that we're done with that. I think we're done with tight end, and then rounds 18, 19, 20. We just we're mashing. I guess we're. I don't even know. See, the twenty on underdog throws me off. It didn't throw me off on on um, DraftKings as much last year. But just going to it's definitely easier in PPR. It's definitely I yeah. think it's easier in PPR. I think so too. Yeah. So what is your what is your favorite build on underdog with this currently? I think it would be two, six, ten, two. So like an anchor running back, mm-hmm. two, six, ten, two. So like, yeah, like give me a first round wide receiver and Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. And then you know, five later running backs, you know, maybe elite tight end, right? Um, and a two quarterback build. So two, six, ten, two with like an anchor running back has definitely been my favorite structure so far. It's going to be interesting when we do get the rookies drafted because last year we were fine with going zero RB and taking, to your point, Javante Williams in the seventh, knowing that where he was in Denver, he was probably going to be splitting time. And if Gordon went down, then we were off to the races with him. Yep. So there's a big dividing line in the RBs right now where once you get past, I, I can't think of the guy off the top of my head, but there's like a clear line where you're just like, ugh, I don't, I don't want any of this. So the anchor RB currently makes sense. It's going to be interesting to see when that changes though. And we're like, all right, we're, we're, we feel fine doing full zero RB again. Yeah. I think, Running back's the position that's going to change the most, right? Because situation I think it's going to change the most. I think quarterback is going to be right behind it, though. Yeah, yeah. Because we because there's like this year compared to most years, there's Mm -hmm. so many quarterbacks we don't know. Yeah, we don't know where they're going to be or if they're or if they're going to have a job. Right. Um, But running back is like the one where there there might be guys going in the 14th round right now that are fourth round picks. I can't like that wait. That seems extreme, but that like something like that is going to happen. I can't wait until Trey Lance doesn't start again next year. Oh yeah, they're going to trade for um, uh, JXP in the Discord. Yeah, uh, I think he got mad at me because I was like poking fun at the uh, at the notion of this. Um, but he was he was preaching the the Tom Brady to the 49ers uh, conspiracy theory, which is apparently a real conspiracy. It wasn't it's, him. It's a real he, thing. It's a real conspiracy theory that I had not heard before, and I was like laughing about. Um, and so yeah. I didn't. It didn't mean anything personal to him. Shout out to you. You're like a fucking rock star of the the Discord, and I love having you around. So so I apologize for being a dick, but uh, I did not know that this conspiracy theory was a real thing. Yeah, I, I I don't listen to local sports radio much anymore, but I had to bring my dog to the groomer earlier today, so I threw on ninety eight five, and they had Burt Breer on, and that's what Burt Breer was talking about. Really. Yeah, he was talking about he's they were asking him about it. And basically, he said, you know, 
it's it's not a zero percent chance that that he's not going to go there, but it's not a it's not a high chance. But if he okay. goes anywhere, it's probably San Fran. And the whole reasoning is for the same reason that they kept Jimmy last year. They think they have a championship roster. Yeah, and they they're nervous about Lance, and they think they need a veteran quarterback to to get the full potential out of that championship roster. And it's like, oh, I don't know what we're doing here, man, but why are we drafting Lance? If that was the, if that was the thought the whole time. That's the thing. Honestly, would I be that surprised? No, I don't think so. No, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think that I would. And I don't even totally disagree. I, this whole thing about Lance has only been about fantasy upside. We work in fantasy sports, so it's only been about the fantasy upside. I don't give a shit if Trey Lance is good in real life. Like, I'm not a 49ers fan, so I understand that take. But um, let's see here. So I'm not taking Crowder back here at all. Like, like guys like that I don't want. I'd rather take a shot on, like, a De'Ami Brown right now. Yes. um, Just because I think he's got the potential to – really solidify himself on the other side of McLaurin this year. And like you said, they're looking at probably upgrading quarterback. I'm not in love with Heineke, but if that's what they end up with again, I don't, it's not, it's not the, it sucks, but it's not the absolute, you know, worst thing that could happen. There's worse. Yeah. You, that you, if you're taking any commanders, yeah. Commanders. Yep. Um, that's absolutely not what you're hoping for, but it could be it, it could be worse. Baker Mayfield was worse for yes. for his weapons, which seems maybe crazy and and maybe a, a small slight exaggeration. They were both just so bad that that they, they were that it was maybe a net net neg- or a, a net net nothing. But um, it, it's just like another situation where it can't be worse. At, mm-hmm. at, at worst, it's the same. Right. Yeah. It can't be worse. Um, whereas there's other situations that, that, that could absolutely get worse. So would you be looking to take your six RB right now? I'm open to, I'm really, really flexible in, in, mm-hmm. um, with my late round stuff. I kind of just try to play it as the draft goes. I don't really love, I know there's some people that really like Christian Watson. He's an interesting flyer type wide receiver, but he's, I'm not like, over my skis to uh to to go after him but he 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 would be like a fine flyer but but he's I like perfect really for a team like us where he's our 10th wide receiver right yeah yep he would be my he would be my guy here i think so, out of all these guys and the only other one that's like even remotely jumping off the page a little bit is slayton mm-hmm. just based on the player profile for me none of these other guys i'm really looking at i mean we we have, again, the dust of Jamison Crowder, the dust of Antonio Brown, A.J. Green, Emmanuel Sanders. It's just all guys that are – they might just wash out of the league by the time training camp's over with. So yep. our 10th wide receiver being a rookie, that's what we were talking about earlier. That's when I want to be grabbing these guys, like, yep. late. And if he pops off, then, you know, beautiful. I don't think we have any danger of Jamison Crowder popping off this year. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that's a, it's the not the same thing, but I, I brought it up like as a question to you with the AJ Green thing, like even at a cost that seems too cheap, right? Which is what AJ Green was like a 16th or 17th round pick to start the year. 
mm-hmm. um, last year. And it's like, look, he's going to play, play every snap for the Cardinals. But that may be two rounds too cheap. But who gives a shit if you got a 14th round pick in the 16th round? Like, you got value, but did it really, you know, win you anything, right? I right. want uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. <laughs> I don't care about AJ green. I want Amon Ross St. Brown. So that's like the, the Crowder versus um, Watson thing. And like Watson is probably going to be nothing. Uh, He's from North. He played with Trey Lance uh, in college. Yeah. And uh, he's like, he was, he was used a little bit like there. I'm not, I'm going to, you know, be a hypocrite here, but he was used a little bit like their Debo. They, Mm -hmm. they, they gave him the ball on the ground and they threw it to him and all that kind of stuff. So um it's just a total shot in the shot you know um on a, on a flyer compared to a crowder who's like what's the best that crowder's gonna get you right yeah, yeah 13th round value from a seven from a 19th round pick like who cares right and we have chase lamb cooper judy boyd yeah we don't more chart <laughs> so if if you know these guys should be bringing us to our playoff push if they're going to and then if that guy comes on week 12 week 13 then beautiful and if he doesn't, whatever. Uh, we can only start four of these guys, maximum. So, yep. Now, 40, and more 49ers uh, hype slash conspiracy theories is there's a ton of when I was doing some Watson research. The, he's, he is so similar to, he, he really plays like a Kyle Shanahan type of yak mm-hmm. player. So, there's like, if you Google Christian Watson, like, and go to Google News, it's like, should the 49ers take Christian Watson? 49ers should absolutely target Christian Watson in the third round of traps yeah. or whatever. Um, so that people are making that parallel because they don't have a third wide receiver right now. But does he work with Brady and Gronk when they come in? Is the he question. will not? Did you see what Tyler Johnson did with uh, <laughs> with with Brady? I can't imagine what Brady will do with a kid from North Dakota State. <laughs> Scream at him all yeah. the time. Tyler, poor Tyler Johnson. <laughs> every play, every pass, Tyler Johnson just got buried by Brady. <laughs> so out of these running backs, you know, I've already said I'm not really looking at JD McKissick here. Mm-mm. I I personally, in this last round, if I'm taking a running back, I've been leaning towards Dearness Johnson, just based off of the the team and what they like to do. Where I know he's he's looking at one of two guys to go down, but if you have a rookie here, then I'm on board, but you have three seconds to tell me. Just take him. Um, but I wanted to double check because I think he's a free agent. Is he a free agent? They even better oh, then. Even I better. was just going to say, I was, uh, that, that was what I was going to add. I wanted to make sure I didn't misspeak. He is a, he is a free agent, but a, they could bring him back, which I don't think they will, mm-hmm. but they could bring him back and your point could be true. And then, the role that he could potentially take is really valuable on the Browns or B I, I, I think you would probably agree. He proved he's an yes. NFL running back. Uh, yeah. 100%. So now I'm probably taking him every, every draft I do in the 20. He's going to be somewhere where at worst he has some kind of contingent value or something. I, in my opinion. So I'll pull up the team. And I will read it off to the people. We have Dak Prescott, Matt Ryan as our quarterbacks because we set up a couple stacks that we're going to go over. Our running backs are Zeke, Corda, um, CPAT, Alexander Madison, Khalil Herbert, Raheem Mostert, Dearness Johnson, which that's might be my favorite pick 
of all time now <laughs> if he's a free agent just because he's only going somewhere where he's going to get a bigger a bigger load than he did last year. Wide receivers are Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Jerry Judy, Tyler Boyd, Rondell Moore, DJ Chark, George Pickens, Deami Brown, Christian Watson, and tight ends are Kyle Pitts and Trey McBride. I think it's a pretty it's a pretty solid team. And I am gonna eventually have to rename it, you know, our stuff. If we want to have fun, we can look at my exposures. Oh yeah, there we go. We'll just start. We'll just go by position. Matt Ryan, baby. Yeah, I've had I've been stacking him with Kyle Pitts, and he's been he's been my last my second quarterback a ton. Mm-hmm. So I've he's I've my third him. highest on quarterback. I don't remember drafting Deshaun Watson, so that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I I must have been an auto draft for me because um, I wouldn't be grabbing him at any point until I know what's going on with him. Yeah, so my quarterback exposure is I have a ton of Dak. I have a ton of Matt Ryan right now. I've only drafted six teams, so it's not like I'm going bananas with these drafts. Um, Like I told you earlier, Justin Jackson, I've been grabbing a ton of. Kenneth Gainwell, Dearness Johnson, I mentioned him. He's he's another guy that I'm grabbing a lot of. You know, these are just guys that we're taking shots on. I don't have any like stud running backs, as you can as you can see. I haven't been drafting many running backs early. I, I was able to grab Jonathan Taylor at the one-on-one earlier today, and I was really struggling with if I wanted to go with him or Christian McCaffrey. So I, it might be one of those things where I'm just grabbing all my Jonathan Taylor exposure on underdog, maybe most of my CMC mm-hmm. on DraftKings and wideouts. CD is tail end of second round, man. I just, I'm having trouble and I'm starting to pigeonhole myself into that CD lamb spot. So I got to make sure (laughs) that I'm trying to mix that up a little bit. Yeah. But Tony in the chat who won a million dollars with Najee Harris is of course, I I think this is good. This, this bit, this bit is going to be living on for a long, long, long time. If I want a million dollars with somebody too, I, I think I would carry on this bit forever. Dude, if I want a million dollars with somebody, he would. Uh, I'd, I'd definitely be drafting him one on one overall. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How do you not? Especially if he's a second rounder like Najee or a first rounder like Najee, just like screw it. I'll just, just take him. Najee. Just take just him. Take him. Yeah, let's build all my teams around Najee. Yep. Yeah, so that's our that's our impromptu spike week first tag team draft. It will not be our last. We will be doing nope. many more drafts. Spoiler alert, this is what we were going to do Tuesday. Um, but we decided to bump it up just to get a stream out there. Yeah. So we're we're going to do some more discussion points on Tuesday instead now. Unless like we get begged to do a draft and you know. Yeah, we'll play it. We'll play it by ear. Yeah. So But I I think I think this draft I did just want to hop in. I think I think we kind of hit on a lot of the different things we talked about for the first 15 or 20 minutes, right? Like mm-hmm. we're mixed in some of these later round rookies with upside, you know, just taking shots. Like who the hell know? Like I don't know. I like some of them. I don't like, you know, I have my personal like opinions on it, but at the end of the day, I don't really care. I'm just going to mix in shots on all these different guys. We had a, a zero RB ish 
structure, which, you know, started with Zeke. And then we built in the kind of contingent play guys, right? And contingent contingent value is a little bit different right now, right? It was like yeah. free agents, you know, Dearnest and Mostert and that kind of thing, obviously with Madison, to, to build in the upside because we didn't have the elite backs on the team and and uh and and obviously double stacked you know had had cowboys and falcons stacks and i think that was one of the probably the better i mean shit i showed the team i drafted uh the other day which was clearly a lot worse than this one so i i think it's i think it was a pretty exciting team actually yeah it's going to be a fun one to to watch and keep track of these big board drafts are going to be super fun to to be checking in on and not even when the season starts, but like right before the season where we see where everybody lands and just be like, yeah, oh boy, that's what we were doing in February. We were drafting, <laughs> you know, X player here. I I think the I'm still like floored by the T Higgins stuff. I love T Higgins, but every draft, I think he went third this draft, but the last two or three I've been in, he's gone in the second round. So chase, chase first. Higgins second, Mixon second. Yeah. Burrow fifth. Burrow fifth. And I'm just like, I like the Bengals, man, because I'll I'll be honest, what I've been trying to do with these drafts before we get out of here is I have honestly, I've gone to our board that we made over the past two weeks, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I'm going to try to stick to these. So like one of my drafts, I I I had Bengals and Cowboys as my teams that I was stacking in the draft. So one of those DAC teams you saw I had is my Chase Higgins team, but it's also CD DAC. So I've been trying to follow our board to see how those drafts come out. And and it's just tough to do that Bengals, to do that yeah. Bengals stack. You really are, you're investing a ton of capital in it. And, you know, rightfully so. They're 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 a great offense, but I don't think three Bengals in the top twenty four picks, all of them are gonna hit for the season. No, they're def they're they're definitely not. I, I think I'm st- I still want particularly Chase. Yes. Um yes. I, I still I still, you know, if I'm gonna say are you gonna be under or overweight to field, I wanna be over. Yeah. Um on a play on a player like that. But I think um we had a conversation earlier about the Chiefs thing where we were kind of making a joke about our idiotic Chiefs, um kind of like underweight Chiefs mm-hmm. stance that we talked about this week. And I think this big board is such a good now ADP is going to shift for sure. But at the high end in the first three rounds, is it really going to shift that much? Probably not. I don't think so for the Chiefs players. No, definitely not for the Chiefs players and definitely not for the Bengals. I don't think either mm-hmm. um, T T T and chase, you know, chase can't really rise much, but T is, it is going to be, yeah, probably two, three turn. Um, he's going to settle in is what I would guess. But playing around experimenting in this big board and being like, cause like you come into the year and you're like, of course I love the chiefs. Of course I love the Bengals. Of course I love picking up whatever last year, Cowboys, right? Of course I love the Cowboys. Well, last year, Zeke was a first round pick. CD went at the two, three turn and Amari went late three. And then Dak went, you know, he eventually fell, but Dak went in the fifth round to start yeah, the year. That's true. It's, like, yep. it's like you, you love them. Like how, like, do, do you, do you love to spend 80% of your first five round first, first five picks on, on that team to stack them, you know? And so just experimenting to, to figure out like, yeah, I love, I, I, we talked about on Tuesday, how much, how bullish I am on the Bengals offense. 
But like I have, I've drafted 21 big boards and I have one team with like an actual Bengal stack on it. Wait until I tell your wife. Cause I can't <laughs> <laughs> wait until she's she up, knows she's upstairs. This is why I wear AirPods. <laughs> this is why I would, I would, you know, let, let the microphone come through, but uh, I can't let her hear the things that the other person is saying to me about me because it's, it's always bad. It is all, it's always bad for me. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it for us if yeah. uh, if I'm correct. And we will be getting back into it on Tuesday talking about some of the stuff we said. We're going to be talking about some some builds. We're going to be talking about what we do and don't like about Underdog and DraftKings specifically. If there's another site you guys want to hit on, that's fine too. But I think those are the two big best ball sites. FanDuel refuses to... <laughs> to yeah. do anything with best ball which is bananas to me like talk about a company missing out but mm-hmm. so as gotham makes his appearance onto the stream that's a perfect end <laughs> yep he's like it's time to go bros yep. <laughs>